that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where are the stars of this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot com. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! I don't consider myself a big Kiss fan. Okay. I'm just, I'm putting that out there. But you, you know, like the I'm song. Not, I don't hate this song. Maybe it's the nostalgia of the film. You don't hate it, so you I, don't nothing it. I, yeah, I mean, I don't love it. I just, I don't hate it. I don't You're necessarily turn it off if it ever comes on the radio. I don't know that the last, I don't know the last time it came on So you on acknowledge the radio. its existence. What's like a radio? Radio is a device that the kids play with, Big Kev. Oh, I thought uh, I thought we were past radio on to, hey, Apple, just play this fucking song. You're still on, I know you're still on pterodactyls and circular slates, but. Wow. <laughs> well, you're older than me, so where's that put you? I have no idea. He has, a, uh, OG has this in his A-Track collection. So. I just asked Jesus to play it. OG's still spinning the, um. Um, they taught us how to love. I just I that just, power ballads collection from KTEL. I just say, "Hey Jesus, take the dial." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> hey Jesus, take the reins. <laughs> That's it. And 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 everything is everything is better as everything a result. Associated with it. Uh, as as a result of doing that. So here we are. This is an episode of this lovely program we call Big Kev's Geek Stuff. This is episode five hundred and thirty-three. The one we're calling most excellent. Exactly. Because in theory, this week's episode will be at least mostly excellent. It'll be mostly wow. something. You're really setting a high bar. You know what? I'm. I'm. I. I feel like I'm jinxing jinxing us out of the gate. Is really what's happening. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. <laughs> um. So yeah, of course, don't forget if you'd like to be part of the program, perhaps leave us a voicemail. Maybe you've been to a local convention recently and you want to give us a review of that convention. Maybe you want to comment on something that we've talked about or suggest something for us to talk about. Or maybe you have a question. You can give us a call over at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. There you go. So call in Wonderful. and uh, you could be part of the, uh, the, the magic. program. The magic. The magic that the is. The magic. Uh, yes. So, uh, we opened up this week's show with that lovely song. Oh. By Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Rosen. Logan. Logan. Logan? Rosen. Wasn't it Kiss? Yes, it was Kiss. But it was also played by the Wild Stallions. Oh, At I the see. end of Bill and Ted's excellent, uh, Bogus Journey. Sorry, Bill and Ted's uh. bogus, bogus Journey. Because this past week, um, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters, um, Confirmed that filming is going to begin this summer with a release in 2020. Summer of 2020, right? Summer of 2020. So just a, winter, just over winter, a year sir. away. Just one, just one winter. Oh, is it? It's not winters. It's just winter. No, it's just winter. Ah. Yeah. Well, I get. I got confused after he, you know, in New Jersey, traveled through the time here's, frame. Here's here's why you would be confused. Other than Bill and Ted, uh huh. Name an Alex Winter project of any kind. Didn't he do that documentary about the whales? Wasn't that him? <laughs> I'm um, not even I kidding. So. I feel like he did some sort of big documentary he, a couple years he ago. He did a movie like somewhere in the early 90s called like, 
I don't want to. I don't remember if it was called Freaks or something like that. I'm I'm just too lazy to look it up. That's literally the the, the that's the last thing that I can recall. Um, uh, Alex Winter doing. I thought he directed. And I, he directed and I interviewed the, him when he did that. He directed the Panama Papers and downloaded. Oh, okay. I thought he directed something else, oh, some sort of other documentary. Were they, were they it was direct? Trump's Lobby, the Panama Papers is a documentary. Relatively Free is a documentary short. And So I was in the right park. I knew he was doing documentaries. Is there a movie yes. he did in the early 90s called, like, Freaks or something? Uh, oh, extreme, good job, Will. Lost Boys. Wasn't Alex Winter one of the, the vamps in, in Lost Boys? I think he was. Uh, maybe. Yes, he was. Yep. Did he do a movie in the early '90s called like Freaks or something? Freaked. Ed. Freaked. Okay. Freaked. Yeah, I think I interviewed him when that movie came out, like a thousand years ago. Ninety-three. There's a very funny photo of him, him and I somewhere. Somewhere in that. existence. Somewhere, somewhere in a storage unit in New Jersey. <laughs> hey, I know that storage unit. It may it may even be on a computer on the storage unit in the storage unit. And it's, it's, this is just going to become a hole in the boat song if I keep this up. Right. It, it, it absolutely is. We, we shouldn't we shouldn't discredit the fact that he was in uh, the TV series Super Ninjas, S-U-P-A-H. I think he's trying to forget that we, himself. <laughs> we should we should totally do that because he's now he's now doing a movie with Keanu Reeves. Yes. Who has done 800,000 movies, mm. many of which have done quite well. The one thing about Keanu Reeves, though, yes. is that he is historically known for being like a very down to earth, grounded, yes. nice fella. And that he has talked man. about working with Alex Winter a lot. And I think it was just a matter of timing and getting it to yeah. happen. Getting the right so, project, yeah. Had to get those three John Wick flicks out of the way. And, and I mean, the first two were amazing. I'm, I'm a fan of the John Wick yet, films. I still have yet to see those movies. Have yeah, you I seen really want to. I just haven't yet. Yet. I mean, the first John Wick movie, the entire premise is he's a retired assassin and somebody kills his dog and he comes out of retirement and kills everyone. I mean, which, that's pretty which, much the honestly, plot of the movie. I feel like. Why did I think it was a cat? Was that know. the second movie? It was a parody. <laughs> No, I think it's I his know. dog. Maybe it is his I, cat. I don't know. No, no, no. I thought the, it was. No, no, no. The, the wasn't the cat one. No, the cat one was the uh, the cat one was the movie that uh, that Jordan Peele was in, wasn't it? Not the oh, one he directed. Both of them. Yeah, I don't know. The both of them were in it. You know both the one I'm talking about. Peele. Yeah. yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, that was a cat. I think that one was the cat. I'm pretty sure is John like a Wick parody is, of John Wick. In I, don't, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm pretty sure pretty John funny. Wick was a dog. I'm fairly certain John Wick was a dog. Someone in the I Instagram really, has I to I really know. want to see those movies. I just haven't yet. I, I just haven't sat down. And, and Plus, they're on no services right now. And I, I, I actually thought about it the other day, since we're speaking of it. I literally thought about it the other day. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch John Wick. Because, I mean, you know John Wick's got to be good if Mezco made a 112. Right. It's So, it, it, and... If the Mezgo made a 112, the film's got to be balls. And the the premise of the film, there were a lot of really cool premises of the film. At San Diego, two years ago, they had like uh, an interactive experience. And then they brought it to New York. Okay. And it was, so in John Wick, there's this hotel that all of these assassins sort of stay at. Mm -hmm. And while they're at the hotel, there's like a treaty in place. So no one is allowed to like... It's a safe space. Yeah, it's a safe space. No one can bump anybody else while they're there. So like churches in Highlander. Sure, sure, exactly. And so they actually recreated that at San Diego, like this whole hotel and this whole experience. And they brought it to New York That's and they cool. had this whole like interactive experience. And there was supposed to be a TV series that was going to spin off for either FX or Hulu or, or one of them that was going to be based on just... So the hotel is sort of like the yawning portal. Kev. Right. <laughs> so the, it was nice, going to be just nice reference. It was going to be just different assassins that come and go from this hotel. And it was almost going to be like vignettes. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it sounded like a really cool premise. I don't know that it ever got off the ground. Perchance um, is it was it the Shady Dragon? It was not the Shady no. Dragon. In still waiting for that five E conversion. I'm just saying. Oh please. 
Someone has we could, five e, we could five e convert that in a hot second. Someone has converted it. I actually found it all fully converted online somewhere. Oh, you did? Yeah, Are I was you looking one in day. your game. No, no, but I was looking oh, at. You're it. not running that game, right? I am running that game. Oh, when, you are. Running yeah, that I am game. running that game. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because Mikey didn't want to run it. <laughs> I got. You. And he was like, "Would you try it?" So I, I tried it. So, but yeah, so, so no, I, I so, am not using the Shady Dragon. Although I should. I mean, so um, but I'm not using the Shady Dragon. When's our game, OG? Uh, so I, I was just telling uh, Nick and I were talking before we recorded the show. We, I, I Discord is fully, fully, fully functional. I have cameras working. I have a battle mat working. It's taken like six weeks to get to that point, which means mm-hmm. it could be soon. I just have to put something together. Unless you want to run it and you want me to just host it, but if you want, I don't me have to, any books here. Yeah, if you want me to run it, then I have to. I have to just put something together. So why don't why don't Here's a here's a twist. Yeah. OG. Why don't you run the same thing uh-huh. that you're running with Mikey's crew? Uh-huh. With different people to see if you get different results. Uh I could potentially do that. I do have all of my notes. Because it's all homebrew. See? It's not it's That's not, what I'm I not mean. running um I'm not running any sort of campaign modules. So yeah, that sounds cool. So Ooh. yeah. I'd be down for that. All I right. wanna play. God damn it. And <laughs> I don't want to have to come home to do it. So. I understand. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not coming home. I'm just saying I don't want to have to well, that's if the we benefit live of, in the 21st century. That's the benefit of the internet. It is. <laughs> As we sort it internet. all out and figure it, it all is. out. The benefit of the internet, uh, for those for those of you watching at home, the benefit of the internet is OG does not have to deal with me face-to-face. <laughs> I don't have to that deal is with... Literally, that is probably the prime benefit of the internet for OG. I, I'm saying it right now. I mean, I've let Monty into my safe space, so... <laughs> <laughs> this office this office is sort of my this office is sort of my escape from reality you got to see kev how quickly he kicks me out of the house as soon as we're done recording <laughs> oh i used to do oh, the same thing please to- he used to do the same thing to me so <laughs> yeah is that what you just time, said it's time to go just gotta go, <laughs> go. sorry guys my kid's and, going to bed in five minutes on that note we cue the music get out <laughs> basically well you know what that's that's partially me and then that's partially my family obligations it's a balance. Yeah, well, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm more afraid of my kid kicking my ass than you. I'm just saying. Fair enough. He, wow, this, this early? I, I mean, I, I thought a few years, maybe. Yeah, I know. thought a few years, too, until he was like, hey, I want to show you some move, Dad. And then he grabbed me by my collar, put his leg around me, my leg, and brought me to the ground like a ton of Bricks. What the fuck are you feeding you, this kid? He's takes he's been taking jujitsu for a fucking year. You're wow. like six feet taller than him. Though. Yeah, but but you know what? If he gets you right, if he catches me off guard and he gets me off balance, I'm going down. I'm Good an old him. man. My him. my knees will buckle. Is he is he taller than your wife yet? Uh, almost. Oh no way! No You're no no no. Oh, no, I was gonna no, say no, Jesus. No. That's a growth spurt. <laughs> no, no, no. He did grow quite a bit in the last year, but, but anyway, this is not this is not my familial catch up. Uh, so this is OG's family stuff. That's right. Uh, so, in addition to Bill and Ted coming out next year and the announcement that we got this week, we also got an announcement that fan favorite, um, the character of Death, who is played by William Sadler, will I think be. I rep- knew it was Bill Sadler who did that. Yeah, will be reprising <laughs> his role as Death in the third film. I'm okay with this. Yeah, why not? I, I liked well, I liked the addition of death. Hey, you know how I feel about this whole movie. Uh, not good. No roof, no Rufus, no movie. I know, but yeah, what are you gonna do? But you know, it's it's dig them up, hologram them. That's what I said. I yeah. said they should totally, they should one hundred, and I think I think he would think it was awesome. Rufus is a time lord. I would think it would be. I think it would be awesome if they tarkened him. I mean, who? You never know. I have if a feeling they, Keanu Reeves would, would not be, do it, but who? You never I know. I would totally. Are you? It would be my favorite movie of all time if they did a CGI. Uh, 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 George Carlin. I would. I, first of all, I think again. I think he would love it, and second of all, I think it would be the greatest movie of all time. I don't think the movie's gonna have that kind of budget. <laughs> I don't know, man. Keanu Why? Reeves, Keanu I think Reeves he's put his a, own money in it. I was gonna say, I think Keanu Reeves is putting a bunch of his own is money he? in it. No, right. honestly, sure, I, he probably is. And and you know, the premise of the movie isn't a bad one. Like, there's the possibility that this could be actually a pretty good movie. Oh, I think I think this is gonna be a, a real solid movie. Yeah. The only thing I'm curious about 
is at the end, whatever, I forgot what year the second movie came out. Uh-huh. Uh, but at the end of it, when they went into the future to actually learn their instruments. Right. I wonder how they're just going to look like when you compare the end of oh, yeah, two to what they are now. Well, don't they kind of look like, doesn't uh, Bill looks like... Uh, Bill looks like a ZZ Top character, doesn't he, at the end of that movie? That, I, that sounds familiar. That sounds so that, about right. You know, they could ZZ Top him up a little bit. You know, a lot of people are going to go to the movie dressed in, like, grunge gear. And... I might even... I still have some flannels Which lying I, around. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm there's just, nothing wrong with some, that. Some uh, jean shorts, some jorts. Put I, them in the eye. Tie it around your waist. That's it. Wearing your chucks. So what you're telling <laughs> me is that Caesar is a dead salad dressing dude. It's, it's, the, <laughs> nice. it's the little things that you remember from that movie that really get you, get oh, you yeah. through life. That first movie was amazing. The second one was okay. It wasn't good as first one, but the first movie is amazing. Still I was one real of my small favorites. for it, so I, I yeah. enjoyed both. All right, let's move forward. All right. With this, uh, what next? With this news. Well, let's just let's just run down the prep sheet. All right. Uh, oh, what in order? How 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 droll? Avengers Endgame. Um, in addition to the most excellent posters that they did release this past week. Which I believe is on. Oh no, those are yes. the. There, there were posters that released. They released today, a few hours ago, right? And they, there were two sets of posters. They were the yes. who, who survived posters. It was nice, kind of like I don't want to say vibrant colors, but like right. nice crystal clear colors. And then there was the I don't feel good Mickey Mouse posters in black and white. In black and white. Um, at, there were a bunch of photoshops that came out of that. By yeah, the way, I saw. I heard I, about. That. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think my favorite Photoshop to come out though was PK's. PK did. <laughs> PK, so they were kind of like you know remembrance posters. PK, PK did Terrence Howard. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) Which I thought was really (laughs) funny. Brilliant. That was really funny. So kudos to PK for his Terrence. Did he put it on his Facebook? Um, he put it on Twitter. I don't know if he put it on his. uh, He did put it on his Facebook. I'll take the link and I'll put it on uh, Discord. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was very clever and very very funny. Um, so uh, they announced the runtime of this film, which is going to be three hours and two minutes. Now they are still bandying about. Last I heard, yes, throwing an intermission in there. No. At yeah. three hours? At three hours. Still won't do it. Yeah, I don't know. You I know, don't think so. Here's here's the only reason why I think they would consider it. Because some people have said, well, why would they do it for this and not for Lord of the Rings, for example, right? Different Which times. Does, not only different times, but it's a different audience. I feel like Avengers Endgame is, is going to bring in a younger audience than Return of the King did. Okay, while true, while I see where you're coming from... um. I think the point is that, first of all, they'd have to have a logical place for it to occur. Of course. Which they didn't film based on having a logical place for it to occur, number one. And number two, I don't think the final runtime has been determined yet. I think that's the current estimate. No, I think they just announced that today. Three minutes and like two. Three uh, three three hours. Three hours and two two minutes. minutes. Something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, three hours and two. Yeah, I still don't think they should. I mean, if it's as engaging as Infinity War, who who felt? Did anyone feel that movie was two hours and forty minutes? I no. didn't feel that. I no, I did not. But but as a but as a guy who's gonna go with family, probably I know that when I watched that at home, we did have to stop. Right. You know, a little bit before the end, just to sort of walk around okay and recalibrate yeah. so i mean I, but the problem is so it's but you know there's other problems too because if you put any sort of intermission in there even if it's only a 10 minute intermission right that will that will eventually you know through compound time it will reduce the number of screens you have after a while Num- yeah and not only that but uh you're gonna have a lot of pissed off patrons because if it's 10 minutes Ain't nobody making it back in in ten minutes. Well, that's true. I agree. So I, I, that means the first. But let's, let's be honest: the first seven to ten minutes after the intermission had better be nothing important in the film. Honestly, because, you know. Honestly, what I would rather see them do than put an intermission mm-hmm. is to cut the time of the trailers down. I just I went. That's and saw not a movie. factored in here. I I understand no, that it's you're, not you're, factored but in. But people here, are but sitting down. I right? just went to a. I just well, went I to it. see. What did I just go Captain see? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel last week, mm-hmm. right? I went to a six p.m. showing. The movie started at six thirty-five. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. were thirty-five AMC? minutes of trailers. So a- what I'm AMC. It was AMC. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, if the movie is already three hours and two minutes, 
and you want everybody to sit for three hours and two minutes. Right. Most people are going to be sitting for three hours and 40 minutes by the right. time the just, movie is over. Just Spider-Man in episode nine. That's it. Trailer yes, wise. that's uh, exactly right. You need to cut down the amount of trailers and Maybe not Toy put Story in an, and not put in an intermission. I, I I try to go to the small movie theater in my town, Bowtie yeah. Cinema. One reason I like going is because it starts ten minutes. Ten, there's ten minutes with the trailers, commercials, and yeah. then the movie starts. There isn't that 30, 35 minutes, which I've noticed before. Because it used to be ten minutes. It used to be something fifteen tops. Fifteen tops. But now it's it's, it's, it's overbearing. It's it's well over half an hour. Because I love trailers, though. Yeah, but you know what? I don't mind a couple of trailers too, right? But in addition, in part to, of a ninety-minute comedy, that's one thing. But but in addition to trailers, sure. you've got you've got the fifty, you've got the you've got three behind-the-scenes AMC featurettes. You got the that, three. All that shit should play before the movie time starts. You got the three. If it agreed. starts at six o'clock, all that shit should play before six. Which usually it does, right? Trailers no. six to six ten. No, 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 no. Let's say the movie. Like ideally, let, let, right? But um, but it doesn't though. Is what I'm saying. No, no, I I know. Yeah. I'm saying it should. Yeah. So you know, either either that or either that or you know, AMC would never do it because they need to make money off the trailers. That's that's yeah, of course part of the point of it. But they really should sort of just they should announce like real time start time. <laughs> do, yeah. do you know what yeah, I mean? But they'll never do that. They'll never do it. But I mean, like right. I know now. Like I know that you know I can get there. With my reserved seat, I don't got to get there super early. Mm -hmm. I know I could be right. ten minutes late, fifteen minutes late, and be okay. But I still, I but, still don't want them to have an intermission because I'll say two things. The first movie moved so fast, as right. Kev said, um, that the last thing I'm going to want them to do is, is pause in the middle of everything. Sure. Yeah. And for anyone yeah, exactly. that's been to like a Broadway show, uh, there's nothing more annoying uh, after the fact. Uh, when someone's still walking in, just kind of being yeah. or being loud and annoying when you're trying yeah, to pay Fitch attention is to the trickling show. in, and that's a live yeah. performance. Uh, yeah. You know, in a movie, people just don't give a shit. Yeah. People wander in now. I mean, OG knows this from what 109 years of going to the movies together. Yeah. When the fucking trailers start, if you walk in, I'm furious. And if you're walking up and down the side aisles on opening night, wondering if that seat in the middle is not taken, right. Fucker, it's taken. It's a full fucking theater. My it's favorite. It's taken. Go to the fucking front right. because you're fucking late and sit in the fucking front. Stop. My Is that seat taken? Is that the fucking movie's on, yeah. asshole? My, my favorite. My favorite was always, could you move down? No, I'm not fucking moving. No. I've oh, got I, my soda. I've never had that. Happen. I've got my popcorn. Oh, yeah. If there's a seat in the middle, mm -hmm. they'll walk up the side aisle. They used to. They would walk up the side aisle. Could you move down so that we have. No. <laughs> Sorry. No, I like it here. Yeah, no. I, I picked I got here early because I wanted this seat this that I'm seat. sitting yep. in. That's I, it. I'm five rows back, dead center. This is the seat that yep. I wanted. Sorry. Yeah. Sucks for you. And you and, and that's it. And you know, and that's that's before, you know, before reserve seating. Right, before right? reserve seating. Like back in the day. Like uh you know, like I I mean there's eight hundred examples that I can go through. Yeah. But you know, you, you know, one of my favorite things, and OG will remember this, my favorite thing was if there was an empty seat near us and they were like, are you be scooting down? And I'd be like, uh, no, it's taken. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And I just say it's taken. Uh-oh. And then they go sit in the fucking front right. where they fucking belong because they're fucking late. And, you know, the seat remains empty. So of course. fuck them. People who can't get to the fucking movie theater on time, go see the next show. Right. Yeah, but that won't be that one on time either. disturbing me. It's just a matter I'm of telling you, if I opened a theater, you and I have talked about this a million times. Yeah. If I opened a theater, no one would walk in that. There would be a cutoff time. If it's 610 or whenever the movie started, that's it. Nobody's walking in that. No one's yeah. walking in who hasn't been in there already. But I remember if you walked out like and the candy line is long. You can go back in because yeah. your ass already has a seat. But I remember in but the older days, in the older days, uh, in the upside down, in the upside down, the the ushers. Or whatever they were, whatever whatever name you chose to give them, but the ushers is what I'm going to call them for now. Um, the ushers actually had power. Yes, like I remember an usher would come over and shine a flashlight in your face if you were talking yeah. in the movie. So and I, they would ask I had you to, to have be been quiet. like your son's age for some. Yeah, I don't remember anything. So like that. now, ushers don't care, or they're afraid they're going to get shot. So ushers don't do anything. <laughs> they're afraid of Yelp reviews. And 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 and. If you go and complain, I remember I went to a movie. It was so bad. 
It was there were people in the theater that was so bad, and I never complained. Kev used to complain. I never complained. Oh yeah, Kev complained. I would. I went up to the manager <laughs> and I'm like, "Look, I don't want to be that guy." But and he goes, "He goes, you're like the fifteenth person that came out of that theater already today." He goes, "Here's here's a bunch of tickets." Here's a bunch of food vouchers. He probably gave me $70 worth of free shit. Oh, that's not bad. And he says, but I felt bad. I felt bad taking it. And he said to me, he goes, look, my hands are completely and utterly tied. If I say anything to those people, I'll lose my job. Corporate will fire me. So he's Dan. Corporate, he corporate would rather me give you $70 in tickets and vouchers than ask those people to be quiet or leave. Because of back because of whatever it is, so and it's kids. you know I feel bad for that manager. Yeah, you know, and having worked in retail as long as I did, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be in that position. You lose anyway. Let's move on. Um, in addition to that, uh, there were also some new Far From Home posters that came out. Yep. Um, I like them. The marketing team behind the Spider Man movies, I think, put out some of the best posters. I think that's it's. Serious, yeah. The homecoming posters were all fantastic. They are really nice, gorgeous and, photos. And these ones are 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 no different. They're vibrant. Yeah. They're dynamic. Different angles. They, you know, they they capture the character. So kudos, kudos to all of those people yeah. that are involved. Good stuff. Um, you know, we didn't put on this prep sheet, but we'll have to bring it up. But What's where that? where how how are we running? Let's, mm-hmm. let's see how we're running. Oh, we're doing okay. All right, uh, Captain Marvel. It's on the prep sheet, man. Shattered nine hundred million dollars. So they're they what? They'll hit a billion by the weekend. Probably. Yeah. Or yeah. or before that. Yeah. At this point, good for them. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be a bust. Remember? Yeah, it's going to be a huge bust. Um, well, they're going to get a few more shekels from mm-hmm. me because I'm going to see it again today. There you go. Nice. Um, you don't have on here, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, was it was it called Snyder Con? Was was that what this was called? This what? this Zack Snyder thing, Zack Snyder was oh, I know you're was, about now. was at some sort of convention. I heard someone refer to it as SnyderCon on Twitter today. I don't know what it was what it was actually I called. What the kids are calling it ShitCon. But where he doubled down on his opinion on Batman, Superman, his take on the characters, and how you know how you're living in you're living in a dream world if you don't understand his vision for those characters. The general consensus is he's still a guy who should have never touched those characters. I totally agreed, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to qualify it though because both Watchmen and 300 were excellent movies. I agree, but However, Watchmen and 300. That's it. But Watchmen and 300 deserved the tone. Correct. That Snyder gave it. If yep. Snyder wanted to direct a Batman and Superman movie, the movie that he should have directed was a direct adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns. Correct. Not what he had done. Right. Because what he wanted to do was lead that direction, which is why so much of it ended up in Batman v Superman anyway. Of course. Because um, that's what he wanted to do, and they just effectively said no. Right. We want to create a universe because Marvel's kicking our ass. Right. And he's like, all right, well, we can create a universe, but can maybe I can stick some of these elements. In. No, it just doesn't fucking work. All right. So I have to ask you another question, Big Kev. Uh-oh. Because you are, Uh-oh. as far as I am concerned, the uh, the most high. I, I am totally straight. Person I that anything. I know. I didn't say most by. Uh, wow. Person that I know as a Joker authority. Okay. Outside of maybe the actual creator's. Or perhaps someone like dead. Frank Miller, um, you know, or, or someone uh, in that level. But Mentally I can, I can see, I consider you an authority on all things Joker. Okay, I, I, I appreciate your, uh, your kudos. How can I help you? I sir? got into a tet a tet today online. You've you've reached the Joker hotline on the <laughs> on the interwebs with with mm-hmm. a group of individuals whom I did not know, but People somehow I got online. engaged. Yeah, was this on Twitter? It was on the Twitter. You learn a lot of, on this program. Can and, I see it if I go to Twitter? Uh, I don't. Maybe if you look at my tweets and replies, I don't know because it let's was someone see. I don't know, and let's I didn't I tweet find. it out. I replied to somebody else's. But all right, let's that said, go I ahead. Think, I think on. it was on a chain of tweets from J- Jamal Eigel. Um, but anyway, it, and it wasn't. This was not Jamal's opinion. This was someone who had replied to him. Um, I see. They were trying to justify Batman's killingness. In the Snyderverse. 
by saying that Batman kills the Joker in The Dark Knight Returns, the yeah. comic book. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't kill the Joker in The Dark Knight Returns, does he? Well, they left it on a cliffhanger. I think. Doesn't Joker kill himself? He kills himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so he I had his own neck. Uh, he breaks his own neck, and he says mm-hmm. to Bruce that he's he knows that he's going to die anyway because he's right. mortally wounded at that point. Right. But he breaks his own neck and says to Bruce that the saddest or the funniest part is that no one will believe that Bruce didn't do it. Effectively, yes. Right? And that's sort of his last jab at Bruce. That's his okay. sort of final going away present to to really get at, at, at Batman. So that was that's been my interpretation of that sequence in that book for years. I didn't know that there was another interpretation of that sequence until today, where apparently a bunch of people believe that Bruce actually broke his neck. But if he did, that entire sense of that entire set of dialogue makes absolutely no sense. Now, I tried to find I'm punching it up right now on my computer. I tried to find somewhere if Frank Miller had ever been questioned and commented on it himself. And I could not find that. Is it is it the. Oh, look at those little Joker figures. That's I see Bat Tusi. That's not it, though, right? No, I did. I did reply the Bat Tusi to to a Babstar tweet. Yeah, it's possible that they deleted it or that the thread got deleted. Well, I don't see it. So. Yeah, it's it's possible it got deleted. It was it was probably She's right around the same Lord. time as the Babstar stuff, though. <clears throat> so. Yeah, so my interpretation was always that the Joker killed himself as sort of a fuck you to um, to to Bruce. Do you remember what issue that was? It's the Dark Knight Returns. It's issue. It's got to be issue three. 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 Okay, I was on two. It's got to be towards the end of issue three of that particular book. Um, I'm looking. I've never heard an alternative. Uh, I, I have never heard of an alternative for interpretation. That. I've heard the killing joke interpretation. That's it. Yeah, but the killing joke is that is the killing joke is the sort of undetermined. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only time I heard there being questions. Batman defeats the Joker in a bloody confrontation with which ends when the Joker commits suicide by breaking his own spine to incriminate Batman for murder. Where did you read that now? Wikipedia. All right. So, but so apparently there's an entire. There's an entire section of of pop culture that believes that 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 Batman actually killed the Joker in that sequence. And they're using it as justification for the Snyder books. The Snyder movies? Uh movies. But but Joker's actually he actually says where, where where's the line? Uh his neck will blah, 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 no. Uh I don't know if there's does he have a line to that effect? He does. I mean he, he might. Says, um, he says yeah, he says I'm re- I'm really very disappointed with you, my sweet. The moment was perfect and you didn't have the nerve. Paralysis? Really? Just an ounce or two of pr- more pressure and do I hear sirens? Yes, coming close. You won't get far. But then it doesn't matter if you do. They'll kill you for this. Uh and they'll never know. That you didn't have the nerve. I'll see you in hell. With a devil's strength, he twists. <laughs> and twists. <laughs> what's left of his body, blah, blah, blah. So the Joker uses what strength he has left to break his own neck to frame Bruce for the killing. That has always been my interpretation of that sequence. The only thing is in that sequence, you don't see the Joker's hands very well. But, but otherwise, I, because, I mean, it's pretty clear. Because if you read it, I don't think he uses his hands. The way it reads is you that he, he literally just twists, just twists his own twists neck. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, so so anyway, Zack Snyder had this thing this weekend, and you could find the video online where he kind of calls people who disagree with him idiots um, and living in the past and he's blah, angry. blah, blah. He's, he's an angry young man. All right, let's move forward. Uh, Us sets a box office record for original horror film with a $70 million. Was that the domestic? Yeah, domestic overseas. Um, and what, $38 million? Is that Was that what it was? What was the overseas? I didn't see the overseas in there. So anyway, yeah. So Us, Us, had, a, Us had a groundbreaking weekend. The people that I know have seen Us are split. 
Really? Some people loved it. Some people did not care for it. I wanted to see it, except I was crazy sick, but I want to see this fucking movie bad. I've heard, I mean, I, I, my friend Gittles, who is very uh, much into the horror genre as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gittles? The Gittles said it was just okay. Uh, Box Office Mojo says it was just over $77 million domestically and just under uh, $17 million foreign. Okay. All right. So there you go. All right. Uh, we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of gross o- gloss over a few of these things because we're gonna we gotta get moving a little bit. Marvel's Runaways got renewed for a season three. Good for that. No um, one cares. I really liked season one. I never watched season two. I uh, watched and not and not for not for not wanting to. It's just like everything else. Too it's, much. Too much going on. Yeah, it's a matter of finding the time to do. But I really enjoyed season one. Um, Marvel's Iron Man VR. P.S. Uh, the PlayStation Virtual Reality announced an Iron Man VR with an announcement trailer. Yeah, I know Instagram went down again. I don't know why. Um, Instagram just doesn't like us the last couple of weeks, I guess. Um, hmm. I'll have to fix that. Um, Iron Man VR? It looks pretty good. Did you guys see the trailer? I did Mm-mm. see the trailer. It looks like it's a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks like anyone who tries it on... Um, We'll kind of get lost in the game, which is kind of what obviously what you want for a virtual reality. Um, I think this has a chance of a lot of people. I mean, I'm assuming the game is good, obviously, uh, who may convince a lot of people to actually pick up the vi- virtual reality gear and uh, give it a shot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was. I I know PK lost his shit when he saw it this afternoon. He was super excited for it. So um, I don't know. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, what do we got? Alex Kurtzman offers update on Picard Star Trek series. Right. It's going to start filming uh, this. Uh, it's filming now and it's scheduled to premiere at the end of 2019. Are you excited for this? You know, that, that might be enough for that, me to do. C- what's CBS that's getting that month? It's CBS All Access. Star Trek Discovery is the one that's there already. Yeah, I know. What's it, what are they getting a month? Oh, I don't know. Ten bucks. I gotta find it's eight bucks. Is it ten bucks? Oh man, it's gotta be less. If it's less than ten bucks, I might get it. Because you know, we were led to believe that Discovery would go to Netflix. Right. And it never after did. It's run on CBS. Hasn't gotten there yet. It, the only places it the only places it went to Netflix was overseas. Like it Canada. Opened, it, it went directly to the UK. Correct. Uh, to yeah. Netflix in the UK because they don't have a CBS. And I think it did in I think it did in Canada as well. Uh, it says here limited commercials uh, with one week free, six dollars a month. Oh, six dollars a month after commercial right, so that's free is three dollars a show. Plus, they have at least another show in development. So that's that's probably worth the six bucks a month. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! You sound so upset, like you're trying to convince I, yourself. I, you I'm don't upset want it. because I'm upset because if they're showing it in Netflix in other countries after it's done its run, like any other show after it's done its run. Right. And there's and it, there's a year since season one. Now they're in the middle of season two. It should go to Netflix, you know, like like any other fucking program. It should fucking go to Netflix or I, at least one of the services. I don't agree. So, with No, I don't disagree. But CBS has to be willing to sell it to Netflix. And if they sell it to Netflix, it's not a selling point to get people to come to them. And I'm no, I, if, I understand why they're doing yeah. it. I just think it sucks. I'm hoping they do come out with uh, uh, DVDs or box sets or. I don't. You I don't know, know that they will. Any, uh, oh wait, I think Discovery season one might be on DVD. Oh, did they release it? I think. Think Nick, just look it up really quick on Amazon. I'm pretty sure that I. I'm reasonably sure. I think I saw it in Walmart on DVD. So I'm. I, I might be wrong about that, but I, I think. But I don't want to go that route either because I mean, you know what's going to happen? Discovery's going to run its course like every other Star Trek show, and then they're going to box set the whole thing. And that's when I'll get it, like I always do. So, you know, but I don't want to wait fucking, what if the thing runs six years? I don't want to wait fucking six years to watch this show, because apparently it's real fucking good. Uh, looks like it. you can, on Amazon anyways, buy individual episodes or buy the whole bulk of the season. Oh, how much can you get the season for? Season $35. Oh, that's that's too much. That's the it, No, is that the digital or is that a DVD? That's the digital, that, I'm assuming. This that's is digital. This sh- 
Oh, don't buy it, Nick. Don't buy it. Oh, God. Did you buy it? I'm hoping not. We're going to find out. Oh, cool. Nick just bought it. Oh, son of a bitch. Did you really just buy it? I think I just And if you the... bought it digitally, you can't even return it. Nah. Cool. All Send right. me that access code. Cancel your order. Oh, hold on. Cancel your order. There you go. Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I just got the alert on my phone. Dude. I recently bought it. Ah, <laughs> well, I guess you're gonna give us a review of Star Trek Discovery. I mean, if you no. try to cancel it right now, you might get lucky. That's it. Accidental purchase. I like how accidental purchase is the first thing on the on reason the thing. because oh, they yeah. probably know that people accidentally click on it all the time. All right, let's let's move past that before we get to our before we get to our break. I really there's only one other thing that I wanted to bring up. We could skip this other one. I'll save it for the bonus show. Nick, why don't you quickly talk about the Detective Comics one? Actually, you know what? Let's save that. Because then we have that and product for segment two. We're already like 42 idea. minutes in. I like that. All right. So with that, Big Kev. With that, OG, we will take the first break on this monumental episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 533. The one we're calling Be Excellent to Each Other or the other title? Most Excellent. That one. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. Hey everybody, this is John Benjamin and you're listening to Game Stuff with Coke Logic. Ahoy hoy, welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> hey, life got in the way and I haven't been able to talk about video games. So here on my desk is a whole pile of news. <laughs> the Division 2 came out, the sequel to Tom Clancy's The Division. It was well received and critically acclaimed. And the game has a lot of endgame content. The only hiccup was, it's pretty much The Division. So if you really weren't on board with the first game, while the game was improved over time, they didn't try to reinvent what worked for the players that didn't like their game in the first place. If you liked making loadouts and builds for a very tough cover-based shooter, Tom Clancy's The Division 2 is out now for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> the developers of Dark Souls have a new game that's sweeping the nation. And it's hard as shit. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, is out now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. But this is not just another Bloodborne or Dark Souls. While Sekiro is a game about timing, patience, and get good, the developers have really shaken up the combat to incorporate jumping, stealth, and a prosthetic arm that acts as a grappling hook. And as a veteran game of the series, I did not slide right into this game as if it were old hat. The focus on movement and parrying attacks has shaken up the old formula so much, I'm bad again. And I've played through Dark Souls using only a bow and arrow. I did a no bonfire run and no death run in Dark Souls 2. While I've platinumed the other games from this developer, Sekiro has me going, damn, this is tough. And did I mention that you play as a shinobi warrior? I love this game. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is out now on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. <laughs> Apex Legends got a battle pass, but it's filled with a bunch of emblems and trackers, so people don't really like it. Don't feel it's worth the money which comes in two flavors, $10 pass and a $30 pass. Please visit the website for details. But alongside this, there's a new character, Octane, and people like him. <laughs> Halo, the Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. But after a year or so of Play Anywhere, Microsoft's way of enticing people to buy a game on PC and play on Xbox, or vice versa, effectively only buying it once, does not apply to Halo. My guess? The Master Chief Collection on PC is gonna make a lot of money, and Microsoft doesn't want to miss out on that. It's a total scumbag move to essentially go back on what's become the company's tagline. Halo the Master Chief Collection is due out later this year. 
Google has just announced that they've come up with a new idea that already exists. They call it Stadia. Google is looking at streaming video games. You'll no longer need a box under your TV, just a smart device. It's unclear if it's a subscription service or a store where you purchase games, but none of that matters if your internet is dog shit, as a lot of ours are. I'm hardwired on most of my devices and I still wouldn't brag about my speeds. But perhaps there's some YouTube compression at work that can make all of this a reality, without severe lag. But I'll have to see it before I get excited, simply because I've heard these promises before. Once upon a time there was OnLive, and right now, there's PlayStation Now. We'll just have to wait and see until we get more information later this year about Google Stadia. <laughs> the Apple event went down yesterday where Tim Apple spoke about Apple products mostly confirming that Steve Jobs is sorely missed and the company died with him as they roll out News Plus so you can look at magazines. But in addition, they announced Apple Arcade, a subscription service that would serve games from a list of 100 titles, specifically made for Apple devices. These aren't ports, there's no ads, and they're not even meant to be the very low caliber of phone game that we've come to expect. This is for Apple devices by exciting developers. FUBU for short. Basically, it's Netflix for iPhone games. Maybe this is a good idea. I know I've bought games and just never played them, because you realize you only play a game like 10 minutes when you're waiting for something. But I'm an adult. I'm sure kids are going to love this, as they tend to treat a tablet like a game device, playing the Fortnites and whatnot. No price on Apple Arcade just yet, but it's due out in fall 2019. <laughs> and finally, Borderlands 3 is rumored to be announced at PAX East, basically later this week. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Hey, this is Samuel L. Jackson from Snakes on a Plane, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And we are back with this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, the one we're calling Most Excellent. Of course, during the break, we had a lovely game stuff by our good friend Coke Logic. Uh, you know, I spent a little bit of time today uh, watching someone play the Apex Legends on the Twitch because I'm because I've never seen it played before. I don't get it. Uh -huh. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Uh, but I will say that I am super excited for the Borderlands 3 announcement because I love the Borderlands game franchise. So I'm so I can recall uh, you liking that. Yes, yeah, so I am I am I am pretty pretty excited for that. Of course, we also had a word from our lovely sponsors. The folks yes, buildxwing.com. Right. buildxwing.com. You can check them out. Go over to buildxwing.com for this awesome uh scaled X-wing replica the only x-wing that has been made available to the public that is uh the proper scale for three and three quarters action figures is that correct that would be uh that would be one eighteenth, sir one eighteenth right. scale and yes it is the it is the first and only that i'm aware of it's the first and on, only time anyone has produced a correctly scaled x-wing for three and three quarter action figures or one eighteenth scale the level of detail is phenomenal check out the deluxe pet package i'm sorry i have the hiccups um check out the deluxe package becomes because it comes with all that extra stuff nice did you get did you get like the first one yet i from, did i did get the first one did you open it i, I did not open it yet i yeah. have it it's downstairs i want to see if all that that stuff's in there I'll i don't know if it comes it probably piecemeals out throughout the entire process I'm because sure. the amount of stuff that you get with the deluxe package you get the uh, there's several figurines. I say figurines because they're not um, uh, action figures. They're just static figures. One is like the driver of that little transport. Right. One there's like two technician guys, and you know I think there's a Luke Skywalker also that kind of just slides into the cockpit. I mean, if you want to use a static one, you could do that. Right. Um, and other things and hoses and lights and all this shit that and it, and if it's a light, it lights up. I mean, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. So definitely check out. Buildxwing.com and you know and sign up, get on board because you know at the end of the day you're gonna want it. That's all I'm saying. And phone number for that eight seven seven five four four six seven seven nine. Boom. Thank you, Nicholas. You're welcome. All right, uh, let's talk about that Batman comical book that you wanted to bring up, uh, yeah. Nick. 
Um, oh yes. Yeah. So tomorrow, um, for those uh, on the Patreon, uh, Detective One Thousand is dropping uh, tomorrow, and uh, the there are twelve variant covers. Uh, the coolest one, I would say, um, of the twelve would be the nineteen forties variant Joker cover, uh, which Kev, I put the uh, the picture of that yeah, in I the first sheet. Uh, I think that by, that's by far the nicest one. Um, the I think that's based on an original uh, an original cover from the forties because it looks really familiar. Okay, uh, there's going to be eleven stories in this book uh, with a bunch of creators. I think let's see who was it, it was. Short stories uh, involving Snyder, Capullo, Tom King, uh, Becky Cloonan, Jim Lee, Kevin Smith, and Warren Ellis. Uh, I know for a fact that we've had uh, a monster order come in at Gotham Comics uh, because people uh, were clear about this about a month or so ago. So if the soup, when Superman reached a thousand uh, or action, um, we're pretty sure this is going to do ten, you know, not ten times better, but it's going to be huge. Uh, as the kids say, um, so just make sure make sure you get <laughs> like your hands the kids say. like the kids say. Uh, so definitely, I, and it's only going for I think it's nine ninety nine. Um, so definitely, you probably want to just have this, even if you're not a Batman fan collector. Probably worth just having this in your collection, in your long box. Uh, just, oh yeah, just for the fact that you can have this one comic, um, uh, and give it a give it a run through. It's nice. a fairly significant milestone. I'd say it so. It doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't happen often. And it probably likely will not happen anytime again soon. I can't think of a book that's still running action, uh, besides action or detective, that's even close to that number. Spawn! <laughs> Which is almost at 300. Mm, no. <laughs> Spawn's never going to make 1,000. I'm saying it right now. I never thought Spawn was going to make 100, let alone 300. Well. You know Marvel's going to do uh, some weird numbering and try to get Spider-Man up there as fast as possible. Yeah, of course. It doesn't. They can do all the weird numbering they want. They're still nowhere near 1,000. Oh, no. There Even are, if they what, numbered seven, every Spider-Man book, they still like would be right near 1,000, I don't think. Yes. Well, if, the, if they started numbering Clone Wars books. Yeah. Not Clone Wars. Uh, the Clone Saga books, rather. That's true. What you got there, OG? All right. So uh, I, it, is, it, is, it is a rare occasion where I am the one with the product in studio. And despite the fact that you're surrounded by Prada, <laughs> well, it is you know a rare occasion. Because I don't, I don't, I don't tend to bring like my generic Green Arrow stuff to the show, right? Because I understand that there might not be a huge interest in all of that stuff. Really, I know a guy who collects Green Arrow stuff. He'd be thrilled if you <laughs> talked about it all um, the time. But. <laughs> But that said, uh, I do have here today in studio the Mezco 112 Spider-Man Homecoming figure. Um, it's an awesome figure. I'm not going to lie. I've uh, heard good things about this one. I, I only have one complaint that I can tell oh. so far. Um, oh, but, boy. But, but before we get to that, let's talk about what it does come with that we like. It comes with two alternate heads, so three heads total. Um the eye, the the masks on the head, you know, the there, it's pretty much different eye looks. I'll put this up next to the camera. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, he comes with um, two and a half additional sets of hands. <laughs> not three, not two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I don't know why he comes with one rando extra right hand, but he does. That's weird. Um, Are you he, sure you're not shorted something? I'm positive because I'm looking at the um, I'm looking at the um, the spots in the what's it called as well the, the tray the, the tray yeah yeah he, he comes with three uh, three webs two are molded plastic one is in the traditional sort of generic punch you in the face thwip and one is <laughs> thwip yeah and one is in the I'm gonna get you sucker thwip. And then it comes with a third web, which, I mean, essentially is a twist tie. Is it? But it's a nice twist tie. So it's a moldable web. That's a beautiful twist tie. It's a beautifully molded web. Um, comes with a really nice base. And if uh, you lose a little twisty tie to your bread, that's it. you can uh, just use this guy. Y you can use that. So one of the features that I did like, uh, that I liked about the figure, this is going to be a little bit nitpicky, but... 
I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it anyway. Going with the pits. Uh, so one of the things I did like about the figure is that it came with the 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 spider wings. I like this. The the webs. The webs. Spider the, web wings. The yeah the the Ditko. Yeah. The Ditko. It's wings. Upside down, I think. Oh, is it? Is it is upside down? Oh yeah. No, is it upside down? No, no, it's got to be thinner at the top, right? Because it's supposed to be. No, no, thicker at the top, thinner at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. If only there was a box that had pictures say, of it. A box with a picture on it. Is there? Is there I, 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 I'm looking at the website, the Mezco website pictures. It's definitely thick at oh, the top, yeah. thin at the bottom. Yeah. So, okay. So here's here's the problem with it then. Okay. Actually, let me look at that picture again. Hold on. Let me see that picture. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying. All right. So here's the problem. With Crucifixed. Uh, the, the the problem. Spidey. The problem with it is that. <laughs> It is a, it is a, the, the webs are attached to something that attaches to the base. Weird. Really? That's interesting. Because so, the photo on their website just, it looks like it just snaps over his waist. So, so Kev, I don't know if you can see it, right? But, yeah, I see. So, so here are the wings, right? Yeah. But it's got the piece that snaps into the back of the basis. Does that to come it. off? It does not come off. Okay, then it's different. I think it's got to be different. Yeah, it's different. Uh, um, Nick, pull up the Mezco. If you Google one twelve Spider Man, it's the first link that comes up. Oh no, we. And if you go, sorry. If you go to the page that shows you everything in the box. Yes. Seven interchangeable hands, two heads, the webs that we discussed, and the base. Um, and the magnetic clip on the wings, Matt, we're seeing it from the front, which looks like it's just a clip that goes on his waist. Yes, but that is not what actually comes with the figure. And so, so hold it up again. Let me see. So, so here, he, so here they are. So from the front. Right. So that's, that's what, okay. So if you imagine that picture without that bulbous bit in the back. Yeah. That's what is on the prototype or what they're advertising on the website does not have. So that piece does not come off. That round base no. lock doesn't come off. No, that little knob is perfect. It stays there. It, it stays there. And, That's interesting. and it doesn't fit around his waist. It doesn't fit around his waist properly to actually look. Let me see. That's about as low as you can get it on his waist because the, the belt. So the fabric on the costume is is real fabric. Right. But the belt, which is sort of attached to the real fabric costume, is molded rubber. Right. Okay. So on the picture on the website, the clip sits below the belt. Yeah, except that directly below the belt are his butt cheeks. No, no, on the front, sir. You're telling me that attaches to the front of his costume? No, no, no. It attaches to the back. What I mean to say is the front of the clip... Should end up beneath the belt. Did you pull that picture up, Nick? I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I it's have the it. same picture that's on the box too. Is it's it? Not, yeah, I'm looking yeah. on the box as well. Okay, because the picture I'm looking at has him flying through the air. Yes, there you go. It works. And I just moved it down a, a, a smidgen. Yeah, but see, if you're looking at him from the front, it should clip just below that black bit on yeah, his the, hip. Yeah, the belt doesn't. It but won't the, go that much. Yeah, below. because it actually pushes the belt forward. Right, yeah. and I'm afraid it's gonna eventually. But the belt is also like you can move it up or down a little bit. So yeah, it's I'm not afraid like it's a, gonna a eventually break the rubber. Is what I'm what I'm honestly concerned with. Um, but I don't know. It just it's weird having that. It's weird having the what's it called attached to it. Yeah, that is kind of strange. Except for the fact that that only occurs when he flies. So perhaps the thought was. They weren't able, you're not able to clip him to the base. Right. Without, with the wings on, if it's not, if there's no way to attach it. Here's, here's how I would have done it if I was Mezco. Can I say it again? Rather than give him something that goes around his waist, right? Mm -hmm. I would have made something that maybe makes something that goes around the neck peg. The head is interchangeable. Yeah. So if they had done a thin, clear strip from the neck peg down the back and done the wings that way, I think it would have looked less awkward. Well, yeah, but I think you don't get the security in the middle then, and it's just kind of 
flapping around there. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's on. Just, it's on there. Yeah, it's on there. Well, I just. I don't know. It's like I said. It's nitpicky. But in all honesty, it's it is a beautiful looking figure. I honestly probably will not display it with really? the with the wings. Oh, okay. Um, no, yeah, I'll I was gonna it. say. I mean, I'll display it, but I'm not gonna display it with the wings. I do like. The, I do like this. This is pretty good. But uh, it's a great figure, man. It's it's the the costume is great. The rubber on it is great. Um, I do like the interchangeable heads. I'll probably give him angry eyes. You know, can I can I put this out there, OG? I would I would even suggest that you probably want to display him with the wings, and the reason is because you can display him using that base and have him be above some of the other figures. And if I recall your shelf correctly, I don't think you have anything representing the Dicko wings up there, do you? Um, I there is there is one up there with the Dicko wings, but they're cloth wings. Right. Not um not like they so they're they're not molded plastic and they these look better by far. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And I, I and what I mean to say is I, I mean honestly, if I was displaying this figure, this photo that's on the website right. of him of him flying, Nick can show it to you. I would I would dare say, you know, if you can make it work and get the base like in a position, even if you're standing other figures on the base, that he's above them, kind of gliding. I think it, I think this is an excellent way to display this piece. Um, my opinion, but it, it it is a really nice figure. His spider True. bulge is a bit prominent. But... Well, I hear uh, I hear Tom Holland is packing. So, <laughs> but uh, but I I do I do enjoy the figure. I'm very happy to have this to my collection. I have the regular Spidey as well. I'm kind of bummed that I missed. Black costume Spidey. I thought I had ordered him, but I guess I didn't. So, did you not? Did you not do the other one too? The um, the uh, what you call it? The pre-suit. I did not do pre-suit. Oh, okay. I did not. Do I actually like that one. I thought that one was excellent with the Tom Holland likeness on it. What's kind of great about that one, also, I think, is if you got that one, OG, you swap in the head. You got the Tom Holland. Spider-Man, you know, with the with the right uh, with the suit on. If you swap heads with the one you have now, right? I Which mean, I think would would also be a nice. Uh, I, to be honest, a nice with you, way to display. I actually really liked. I, not that I not that I really liked, but I liked enough the. Um, I liked enough the Legends suit one. The the legend sweatsuit. Oh, oh, the legends pre-suit? Yeah. Yeah. So um so I'm not uh I'm not I'm not too upset. I'm not too upset that I missed that one. I think I'm more upset that I missed classic black suit than anything. To be honest yeah, with I'm, you. I'm looking I'm looking for that one right now. There needs to be like a bagman suit. Yeah. <laughs> there is well there's a um <laughs> that's what you need. There is a there is a he's up there. I I've seen the toy before. Yeah, there's yeah. a three and three quarters one up there. But a high end one. High a high end one, man. a fancy one. So there you go. But yeah, it's was a, was the black suit was that a previous exclusive? It might have been an exclusive somewhere. Uh so it, I think it's a previous exclusive. Hold on. You you may you, you I may be able to help you with that one. So oh, okay. Um, because I think, yeah, it's a previews exclusive, um, retailer X might have it. He might have it. Hmm. All right. I mean, I know how you feel about retailer X, but I uh, might be able to, I mean, if, if he has it. it, if he has it, you can at least inquire and give me, you know, give me the information. I might consider it if it's reasonable. Um, but yeah, so Mezco does an amazing job. Go over to Mezco. Toys, M-E-Z-K, uh, M-E-Z-C-O-T-O-Y-Z, Mezcotoys.com. Check out all of their 112 collectives. I suggest getting on their, um, I suggest getting on their waiting list because, um, it happens. Uh, yeah. Get on their waiting list for pieces that might be sold out, but get on their email list so that you can stay abreast of announcements as well. Ooh, abreast. Abreast. Um, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else, Big Kev? No, I don't think so. Well, the uh, celebration is coming up, not next week, but the week after. All right, so you're not here that week, I assume, yeah? Yeah, you get to make fun of me. Congrats. All right. <laughs> we'll see what happens that week. We'll see. Yeah, sure. No, I'm sure you won't make fun of me. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, but, uh, 
Yeah, so Celebration is coming up in a few weeks, so that'll be a lot of fun. You'll get to hang out with the boys over at Fanta Tracks, right? Oh, yes. I'll be hanging with all the boys at Fanta Tracks. That's lovely. I'm excited for you and that. And yep, I'm, I'm actually uh, putting together my autograph list, and it is extensive. Very nice. Very nice. Um, well, don't forget, you can find us online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Go over to patreon.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Sign up for any one of the tiers. There's there's something for everybody. We encourage you to do that and help support the show if you like the content that we're providing to you. Of course, on social media, you can find me at geekstuffog across all of the social media platforms, um, except for Snapchat. I don't really use Snapchat. Um, uh, how That's about for yourself? the kids. Yeah, that's right. How about yourself, Big Kev? Uh, I am Big Kev GS, and I oh, I forgot to mention, uh, made my uh, triumphant return to the Xbox platform this week with uh, Uncle Eric and uh, Cousin Dave. Oh, uh, playing lovely. playing the Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, so that's exciting! That was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, so I'm Big Kev GS over there, and I'm BK Geek Stuff. I think everywhere else that matters. And I am Monty's Mayhem on Twitter, and I'm Monty underscore Mayhem on the PlayStation Network, which I don't really know how it works. <laughs> so, so there you go. Don't forget, if you'd like to leave us a GVM and perhaps be part of the show next week, you can do so by giving us a call. Uh, 201-730-2547. And with that, Big Kev... With that, OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying, Troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Yeah.